Welcome to the Staying Ages podcast, a show that will equip you with the major keys to achieve extraordinary longevity. This is your girl, Associate E, also known as Raw Girl. I'm a certified nutrition specialist and behavioral coach. And today on the show, we will be talking about building strength and a solid core with Pilates. To get this longevity party started, I'm going to give you a brief rundown about Pilates. And if you're like me, when I was first trying out Pilates, you're probably sighing right now. Starting out with Pilates might prove to be challenging, but trust me, the rewards are marvelous. Later today, we'll be chatting with our expert, the amazing Lincola Green. I am so grateful to have each and every one of you tuning into the show from all over the world. Shout out to listeners in the USA, the UK, Ireland, Spain, South Africa, France, Germany, and so much more. If today's show inspires you, I'm inviting you to go ahead and subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It means the world to me to get feedback, so any reviews are much appreciated. All right, all right. Today on the show, we're going to talk about one of my favorite strengthening exercises, Pilates. I came across Pilates, um, I think in college, it started with Matt Pilates and it started to make me sort of have a six pack. And I was like, whoa, this is kind of interesting because of all the ab exercises. And then I didn't do it again later until many years later when I got into a car accident and I used um, reformer Pilates and Matt Pilates to help strengthen my core and rehab from the car accident so that my back pain would go away. Um, so I highly recommend it. I love it. In my place in the States, I do have a reformer at home because I got so used to doing it and it really helped me actually be able to do more of the exercises. And I'll get into that in a little bit. Pilates is a low-impact form of exercise that combines deep breathing with gentle stretching to boost strength, balance, and mobility. It was invented by Joseph Pilates. He was a very sickly child, and he wanted to strengthen his body and heal from the inside out. And so he created these exercises. And these exercises were so powerful that they helped English vets recover from injuries sustained during World War I. And ever since then, Pilates has been used by those interested in building their strength and a solid core. Um, Joseph Pilates was actually asked by Hitler to train his soldiers, and he refused, went all the way to New York, and opened up a studio near Martha Graham's dance studio, and they actually started to get the dancers to do Pilates because it helped them to recover faster from injuries. And that's also when it also became very much known as more of a woman's exercise, and an exercise done by celebrities and famous people the world over. But that wasn't actually the origins of it, as you can tell, because Joseph actually started these exercises to heal himself. Now, why would you even do Pilates in the first place? Well, it increases your core strength. It prevents injuries and can help with recovery. increases your energy. It enhances body awareness. It decreases stress. It improves flexibility and mobility. Um, It can help boost your immunity. It can improve cognitive function, and it also can help with better sleep. So today, we're centering on Pilates for strength and a solid core, and your core is the center of your body from which all of the movement that you do stems. This is why it's super important. It's all of the surrounding muscles of the trunk, and when they're strengthened and pliable, it supports and stabilizes the entire body. Building your core is a crucial part of a healthy lifestyle. So some of the benefits that come with building strength in a solid core, well, it supports better posture. When your inner core muscles that attach to your spine are stronger, it helps you keep yourself upright with good posture. 
It also improves balance and stability. So when your core is strengthened and you have good posture, it adds to your balance, which is really, really important for doing any kind of movement or carrying things, lifting things, etc. It protects your organs. A strong core can keep your organs safe, particularly those present underneath your abdominal wall. It makes everyday living easier. As I said earlier, your core is the center. So having a strong core can make everyday movements easier and reduce or prevent pain and prevent injuries, um, improving your quality of life and helping you age well. It also definitely um, supports strength training and supports other forms of exercise because with strong core helps you with any kind of exercise and it can help you perform athletic movements and take on additional strength training, especially because Pilates is not the same as weightlifting in that you're working these micro muscles. So you're really kind of like building the muscles around the major muscles. And you're also firing muscles that sometimes you wouldn't, you wouldn't actually use um, during weight training and all that stuff. So I think it also gives you more muscle control and additional protection um, compared to strength training. For beginners, you can find awesome instructors online, such as our guest today, to try basic mat workouts. And if you can splurge, you can also find Pilates reformer classes in your area, which can be really helpful in building strength in the beginning stages, when you may not be able to perform some of the mat exercises with good form, which is really important to avoid injury. But you can also go on YouTube and find things like the Pilates curl, rolling like a ball, the Pilates plank to push up, really simple um, movement exercises that you can do on your own if you have a mat, or even the double leg stretch is another really good one. All right, all right, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to chat with our amazing guest. I am super excited to announce the launch of the new destination I created for online programs called Staying Ageless University. At Staying Ageless University, we create epic content to teach you about holistic wellness and transformational healing programs to help you achieve extraordinary longevity. We believe that learning is an essential component of healing and creating lasting change, and every one of our programs are created from protocols that I have tried and tested on clients who have achieved optimal wellness by following them. Our signature programs include Staying Ageless 30 Plus, which is designed to help women 30 plus interested in staying fly till you're 99 or close to it, create lasting healthy rituals, and the all-new Raw Girls Hormonal Balancing Academy for women suffering with fibroids, PCOS, endometriosis, cysts, or menopausal symptoms if you're ready to use holistic means to take control of your hormones and get your life back. We also have two new programs that are amazing for New Year's clean starts, Detox Your Life, which includes 30-day plant-based detox, either raw or vegan, and Candida and Parasites Be Gone for those who are ready to kick Candida overgrowth or parasites to the curb for good. Enrollment is now open for three of our programs, and we officially launched January 1st, 2021. You can learn more about us and our program offerings at stayingagelessuniversity.com. Hope to see you in class. When I lived in LA, I was at the beach all of the time. (laughs) The beach was my happy place. After going to the beach, I would always stop by this amazing raw food restaurant. They had the most delicious food, burritos, cinnamon rolls. I was obsessed. Fast forward to this year when I wanted to give myself a jumpstart on raw, 
I discovered that this amazing restaurant that I used to frequent had transitioned to nationwide delivery of fully prepared raw meals. It's called Raw Evolution, and for 20 years, they've been serving the finest and most vibrant living foods meals. They offer a raw box, which includes two fresh pressed juices, four gourmet entrees, four generous sides, and two delicious low glycemic desserts. The raw box is designed to provide one person with about four to five days of lunches and dinners. I also love that the menu changes each week, so there's always lots of variety. I get a lot of inquiries from listeners and clients alike who want to go raw and feel like it's not sustainable time-wise. If this is you, this is an amazing solution to get your raw jumpstart. Head on over to rawvolution.com and use the code RAWGIRL to receive a discount on your first purchase. Lincola Green is a comprehensively trained master Pilates instructor, teacher of teachers with 17 plus years of experience, who is on a mission to create more diversity in the Pilates industry. She values empowering new and seasoned teachers to thrive and strategize in both teaching and business. She continues to be a lifelong student of kinesiology with a focus in women's health and nutrition. She specializes in exercise progressions, postpartum fitness, core training, pelvic health, and advocates for healing the body through conservative interventions. She began her 800 hours Pilates journey in 2004 in Memphis, Tennessee with Valeria Russell and Susan Himes Powers and has traveled all over the U.S. teaching. She comes from a gymnastics and kinesiology background and incorporates many gymnastic strength concepts into her classes. She's versed in all Pilates equipment and props, bar, TRX, BOSU, gliders, vinyasa, and hatha yoga, as well as stall bars, bodyweight training, run mechanics, and plyometric training. Her diverse background and education lends to helping people navigate life situations, get fit, recover from injury, and rise. Her superpower is being able to see all the little pieces of a puzzle and help organize them into attainable goals. Hi, Lincola. I am super excited to have you on Staying Ageless. Thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thank you for having me, Asosa. It was really fantastic to be here. I, like After I saw your email, it was like, oh, great. I'm, I'm, this is exciting. I mean, I love doing different interviews and like meeting different people and you know, following your journey since the, you know, I met you. Oh, gosh, I don't know how long I've been following you on Instagram. Love your work. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, I've been like low-key stalking you on Instagram um, because I do, behind me is my Pilates reformer. I am a Pilates head to some degree. I feel like I want to, I want to get deeper into it because I'm interested in building muscle, all that stuff. But I'm just like, this woman is fabulous. I mean, you're doing all these exercises. (laughs) I just look at your Instagram like, oh my God. Like she's doing all these amazing exercises. You're a fabulous black woman. I'm just like, I love the whole thing. I just love it. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, you know, and all the hard ones are the ones that always just look the best on film though. So it's right. like, but it's like on that like flip side, it's like when I'm doing my like own workout, like, or if I take a class from somebody, I always go to like the beginner, beginner class, like the level one class. Like That's when funny. I just first, it helps me, it just it helps me get deeper into like my body, my work, and it becomes more of like uh, a meditation, like going to the beginning, like uh, right. and, and 
there's also that misnomer of beginning Pilates though. Like you hear people right. hear beginner means that I'm going to be with people that don't know how to work out. And that's not at all what beginning means in Pilates. It just means these are the beginning concepts and the foundation behind all of the Pilates exercises. So it really does become like a moving meditation, like as an advanced person going back into that beginning stage of the foundations for real. So you've been doing this for like over 17 years. Is that correct? Um, Pilates, my like personally doing it. Yeah. So about almost 18 years now. Yeah. Teaching wow. 18 years. So I, of course my certification or my pro- process started before then. So yes. Wow. So can you give us an idea of like what led you to Pilates? How did you start practicing it yourself? And then what led you to become an instructor? Um, well, me and my girlfriend used to have a weekly workout together. So she went, she brought over like a Maury Windsor tape you know, I think it was even, a, I don't know if it was a DVD or a VHS, but, <laughs> and so we were like, she puts it on, she's like, oh, Sarah Jessica Parker, you know, Sex in the City was really like hot at that time. And she's like, Sarah Jessica Parker really does this. And like, you know, she has great body and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, let's give it a try. And I honestly hated it. Like I thought the DVD format was just the worst because I'm like, I don't get real instruction. There's nobody here telling me what to do. And like, if I'm doing it right or not. Right. And it's like, I only yeah. get a couple of tries. So from there, I, I was like, I'm just going to take a class at a studio. I'm going to find a studio. And that was my first introduction. I had no idea Pilates existed. I mean, even coming from like a gymnastics and um, background, like I, but, but after I got into it and did the workout, like it only took one and I was hooked because I was like, this is very wow. similar to gymnastics, right? It has a lot of the calisthenics portion of it. So and the stretching portion within it. So I was like in love at that point and it only took one. And I, I literally that day after class, I asked him, I was like, so how and when and where do I sign up for the teacher training? Oh, wow. <laughs> and I did it like, you got to pump your brakes. You know, you can't, <laughs> can't just sign up right away. You've only taken one class. <laughs> right. Right. Wow. <laughs> like take my money. Um, and you know, then they're like, you have to sign up for 30 hours. So you have to have at least 30 hours of Pilates under your belt before you can even consider being a part of our teacher training. And I was like, great. Okay, good on you guys. Uh, so I did the 30 hour immersion and I was still hooked, you know, and like from there, you know, I just totally went into the teacher training. Um, and I honestly didn't get into it for to become or to become a teacher I did it because I wanted it for myself and I I loved how my body felt. And I love seeing like women who are like twice my age or more three times my age doing things that I'm like, I want to do that when I'm 60, when I'm 70, you know, I want to be that person. Yes. I'm totally, that's why I'd be looking at your Instagram. Like, Oh, I got to get it. I got to get it together. (laughs) I need, I need to be able to do that. That's awesome. That is awesome. You got that reformer behind you. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I love it so much. It really helped me a lot. It helped me rehab from a car accident. That's when I first learned about Pilates because I was only doing yoga and um, the Pilates, I wasn't allowed to do yoga after my car accident. They were just like, sorry, you're not allowed. But they said I could do Pilates and it it completely healed my entire core and like the trauma from the, the car accident. So nice. Yeah, that's that's how I feel. Pilates has rehabbed me so many times throughout my life, um, or at least the times that I've had Pilates in my life. And like from 
either having my child and like totally having to bring the core back after that, or just moments like you've been sick or injured or something. And it just keeps you there. And there's always something you can do usually like within the repertoire. So it's very versatile and meeting you where you are for sure. Mm, mm, That's great. You were alluding to the foundational concepts of Pilates. Can you kind of break that down for us? Well, um, yes, definitely. So foundation wise for Pilates, I mean, we have principles that we move through, right? So we're thinking about there's a breath, right? It's that requisite to life. You can't live more than three minutes without it, right? <laughs> so, you yeah. know, that is definitely a foundation within and every exercise has an assigned breath and, um, or we can work the breath into it, moving with that, just like yoga. So it does have that similar, um, aspect Mm -hmm. of moving with your breath. And then, you know, it goes into our concentration control and precision. You get us some balance in there as well as strength, right. And mobility. So we're trying to find that in every single exercise so that you can move your body in like, every way it moves and mm-hmm. do that within every single session of the work. And the more you dive into those principles within each movement and connecting with your body and how you move through space, like the deeper everything goes and the better you, more you can do the exercises, the better you get it performing the exercises. And it totally just translates into life, right? Being able to really be within yourself so that you can give outside of yourself. Love that. Love that a lot. You just mentioned going for a run. I'm trying to, I'm not trying to be all up in your business, but I kind of <laughs> want to be all up in your business, Cheryl. Because <laughs> I'm like, whatever she's doing, please sign me up. <laughs> um, do you see Pilates as something that can be done every single day? Is it just a complementary exercise where we should be mixing it in with other forms of cardio and strength training? Like, how do you envision it or how do you see it? All of the above. Um, it, you can do it every single day, whether just like any other fitness, whether you're doing it for five minutes to you know how many ever hours you feel like working out that day, of course. But yeah, you can do Pilates every day. But I do find that I you need more, right? It, Pilates isn't cardio, so like it's not going to get you that impact of running. We do have some jumping and Pilates that you can do um, on the reformer, but mm-hmm. you know not everybody has a reformer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Be able I have to a do that. Board, so I do have the jump board mm-hmm. thing if I, if I want to do that. Right. And the overhead for getting a reformer is pretty high. So your average person is not going to have that. Um, and going, so having, having the cardio, getting the impact through your bones, you know, is going to always be good. Getting some resistance as well, like weight lifting and actually lifting actual weights is good as well as doing the resistance with the springs and stuff that the reformer and other pieces of Pilates equipment like give you are good, mm-hmm. but I, I feel like it's a great compliment too. Like if you're an athlete, like it complements that it's going to make you better at what you do because it's only going to mm. build more awareness, more mobility, more strength, like say for runners, for instance, like if you want a longer stride, you're going to have to work on getting a little more flexibility in the backside and the front side of your leg. Right. Mm-hmm. So Pilates definitely brings that into being able to create that, like, you know, you're doing like the standing splits and stuff like that on the reformer. Mm-hmm. It's going to help. It helps do that exact same thing for the front and backside of the body. So um, it's 
it definitely does a really good compliment in helping you be better or like the, all the, there's a lot of rotational work like in mm-hmm. the um, repertoire. So that is great you know, for people who are golf or tennis players. And, and it goes into like all the shoulder work is great for both of those as well. So it has a lot of benefits that complement all kinds of sports. Yes, love that. Mm-hmm. Although my standing split is more like standing, um, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> um, what? There's so many types of equipment, and I've I've actually tried a lot of them. I don't know the names all the time. I feel like mm-hmm. I've done the Cadillac thing before. I've done the chair. I was obsessed with Reformer once I tried it. So this is why I have a reform. The, uh, the pandemic came and I was like, you will not. I rebuke you, pandemic. And I just bought a reform. <laughs> couldn't take it. And so um, and I've also done Matt Pilates. I was actually introduced to Matt Pilates when I was in college and that actually like sculpted my abs really crazy. And I was like, what is going on here? This is weird. But I Matt Pilates to me is very difficult. And I feel like now that I've been doing the reformer for a while, it's actually easier for me to do mat things that I couldn't do. So I, I'm interested in what your favorite pieces of equipment are and like what should, where is a good place for someone to start? I mean, I know there's also budgetary concerns, so we got to keep Oh, definitely. Going. Right. Yes. Pilates is historically uh, not cheap. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, I think it well, should be more accessible. Yeah. You would think, um, you know, with the barrier to entry, I mean, because it does cost a lot of money for teachers to get into it. And it takes a lot of time and education to become a Pilates instructor. So that in turn, you know, makes it the price higher and the equipment costs. So there can be a good amount of overhead. But my favorite piece of equipment, it's really hard to pick because they all have different things that they offer and different ways that they challenge your body. So that for me is hard <laughs> to Top pick three. just one. Top three, uh, I would say chair, reformer, yeah. and yeah. I, I do like the the Cadillac is is fantastic. But if I wasn't able to have a Cadillac, I you know go for a springboard. That's um, oh. just like the wall unit side of it. Um, you can do the springboard or the tower. You can purchase those separately um, because you can do a lot of standing work, a lot of arm works um, and stuff as well with the resistance. So mm-hmm. I, I do enjoy that. But okay. um, it's they all really fit together. I mean, it, Pilates is a system. So it's like, mm-hmm. yes, you can just do reformer. You totally can. Mm-hmm. But it's not reformer is not going to challenge you the same way that the chair is going to challenge you. Like the chair is kind of a butt kicker, right? It's yeah, really I had piece. that thing today where I was like, I feel like that's my next purchase. Like, I feel like I'm going to mm-hmm. have to try to figure out how to get a chair. Yeah. I mean, they, you know, a lot of equipment is going up right now. We, everybody who did the same thing you did during the pandemic, they're all selling their reformers and all of their equipment now. So <laughs> you might get a good deal. Okay. I'm going to look, I'm going to look. That's yeah. There's a lot of out. forums on, there's a lot of forums on Facebook too, that have equipment for okay. sale. So I would definitely okay, check, I'm that gonna check that out. I'm going to check that out. You have had a child and I have a lot of clients who um, I've either helped through their pregnancy or they're about to get pregnant. They want to get pregnant and people are horrified of the things that happen to their core post-pregnancy. So how can we use Pilates to actually um, get back to one as women after having a baby? 
Um, well, the first thing I always recommend to my um, clients is to see a pelvic health physical therapist is always mm-hmm. good just to roll out anything that can potentially be going wrong. And, um, you know, we talk about, I always check with the diastases and check the middle and make sure, you know, if they are, their abdomen, their core is intact, because whenever you're going through things, you're going to have to work on that deep layer, that transverse and getting them back to a place of stability um, is really like the first thing. So taking it slow for moms is like the biggest thing I can say. I know like they want to bounce back faster as as they say, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's really, they're starting at the same place as their child. Their child is learning how to roll over and do all of those things, their core doesn't work at all. So they're really kind of on the same track as the kid. So you think mm-hmm. children don't start walking and, until they're probably nine at nine months at the earliest right. is when they can start walking. And right. it's not that great, right? <laughs> they're still right. wobbling and they're still unstable. So the you know mom's just like thinking that you're going to take them out that same amount of time, right? Or longer, to get completely back to function. It's like, even if it's slimmed down, doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it's functional, right? Mm. doesn't mean that there might, might not be having, having a sneeze and having a little leakage, you know, that doesn't mean that that's not going to happen. So just taking, taking it slow is really the biggest thing, but Pilates is um, great. It's just a matter of not pushing into the ego side of it and trying to bump up into the the higher exercises, the more advanced exercises too fast. And just paying attention to how much load is on your core. Like if it's blowing out and like you're not able to hold stability in the spine, then that means it's too much, right? Mm. And you got to take a slow it down and Mm. bring back that focus, those foundations and reconnecting with your body. Before someone wants to conceive, mm-hmm. are there exercises that are really good to like kind of almost like preemptively make a better pregnancy situation? I know the problem is with pregnancy, you can't control anything, but. Right. And everybody's <laughs> different. Everybody's body is different. Um, but, you know. is different. Um, right. but if you had any general, like, you know, before that, if you could think of anything before that would have been. Before helpful. conception. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can't, I went into it already as a Pilates instructor. So I say definitely do as much as you can to get your core as strong as you can before conception. Because mm. once you conceive, you're not going to be able to do the same kind of core work. You're not going mm. to be able to, like, there's going to be a certain point where there's no crunches, no sit-ups. You're not going to be doing, like, really strong planks and, like, all these other exercises. So doing all of that pre-work before like getting the core. Cause like once you and strengthen that transverse is what's going to be really worked on as the baby grows and gets bigger to be able to hold the baby in and hug the baby in and use mm-hmm. those muscles. Cause you're not going to be able mm-hmm. to do crunches. You might be able to do a little bit of rotation um, during that time, but definitely getting as strong as you can before like learning about your pelvic floor, getting connecting with that so that, the biggest thing when it comes to actually um, delivering the baby is being able to relax that pelvic floor and being able to use that transverse to like hug the baby in and push the baby out. So you mm-hmm. got to have all of those happening mm-hmm. at the same time to have that easy exit, <laughs> as easy as yeah. it is, right? <laughs> but <laughs> Right. Yeah. So like doing as much before, like getting that transverse um, strong 
um, before and the, getting that awareness, I would say, is the best thing to do. Okay. And then the recovery is faster, right? Because the muscle is as, at its strong strongest point. And then as it gets stretched out over the nine months of having the baby grow, um, then it doesn't have, it's not going to be at that completely atrophied state, right? So if you're working out before, during, and after, is the recovery is going to be a lot faster. That is really good advice. Mm-hmm. Is, is it okay to do Pilates during pregnancy? Do you have to modify things basically? And if you've been doing it before, yeah, it's totally fine to do it after. Um, just like with okay. any form of fitness, like, you know, I'm not going to go into being an Olympic lifter, like if I've never done right. that, right, during exactly. my pregnancy. <laughs> exactly. So definitely, if, if you have experience, you've been doing it, it's totally great to do during pregnancy. And it's um, going to keep your body moving, it's going to keep you stretched out, because as you, you know, everything in the front gets bigger, all this starts to curl in. So it keeps that posterior chain of the body stronger, it keeps the arm stronger for when you got to pick up that little boulder after it's born. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's definitely a great thing to do. And it's going to keep your core functioning as a lot of yeah. times women just let it go, um, the stomach go and it told in, you know, that's when sometimes the diastasis can happen, like when the mm. load is too much. So keeping mm. the transverse going um, and working mm. during pregnancy, Pilates definitely can do that. If with an experienced instructor, of course, that knows how to um, handle the prenatal. That makes sense. That makes sense. You had some really awesome testimonials on your site from clients who work with you and they had improvements and it sounded like they were working on specific things. Like what goes into creating a very specific rehabilitation plan for someone depending on their accidents or whatever? Are you just Mm -hmm. looking at how do I support this muscle group or is it like, how do I support their overall body? I I don't know how that works. So it's for me, like, I, I definitely am not going to work in the rehab side more the post rehab. So if they've gone to their physical yeah. therapist, they're cleared to work out, then yes, I'm, I will take some clients on, but for their specific goals, I, I have to, you know, look at them as a total just to see what's going on because usually what the problem or what they ha- are perceiving as a problem is not actually what's causing the mm. problem. Right. Mm. So like, and some, so like, I got back pain. Well, it's probably because your core is weak in the front. So that direct relation to the opposite side of the body, um, having the, what's that called lower cross, upper cross syndrome is Mm -hmm. um, what they call it. So there's Mm -hmm. that typically can be what's going on. So you're just taking a look as a the totalitarian look of the body and from front back side and seeing how they move. Um, as how they stand still, how they move, how they lie on their sides, on their backs, on their stomachs, just to see where their body ends up during all of these exercises. So that first session is always that assessment stage of seeing what's going on with them and then moving into creating the plan of where they're going to go to reach their goal. Because like, say, if they were in pain, if I was in a rehab state, like I'm in pain when I do this, then I'm going to be like, well, let me see you do it just so I can see what's going on. Mm, um, that's good. Let's see. I can't walk upstairs. Well, let me see you walk up the stairs so I can, you know, see what you need to be able to walk up the stairs. I mean, uh, regardless of what I know about what's needed to walk upstairs, I still need to see them do it. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. And I, so I had back pain even though I rehab my back for using Pilates, then I had back pain for a while and I used to go to a chiropractor and then I went to a kinesiologist who's basically doing exactly what you just said. 
where he kind of was watching me walk and watching me do things. And he figured out that I was having, still having some residual pain just from uh, my glute muscles not being strong enough. Then he gave mm-hmm. me glute exercises on my reformer. And his wife actually happened to be a Pilates instructor. So I think maybe he had some additional like sort of like knowledge or something that, you know, that the average person wouldn't. But um, he saved me from going to the chiropractor ever again, just from right. I just did the glute exercises. And then now I just do them all the time. Yeah, I used to work with a chiropractor because, you know, he really saw that there needs to be both because regardless of the adjustment that happens, if there's no muscle work that's put into it, it's just going to go back to where it was. So it's just that cycle of keep going back and back. So the clients would see better um, outcomes having both the Pilates get, get aligned and then solidify it with the movement. Um, and yeah, right. In, in that proper alignment. So your body can like, Oh, this is what the alignment's supposed to be. And then you like nail it in through your brain and your muscle memory. Yes. That's awesome. There are, I mean, it doesn't really seem like there's a lot of Pilates instructors of color. Have you dealt with any challenges dealing around that? And do you feel like there are challenges that can be addressed? Like what can we do to make it better for more people of color to be in Pilates? Right. That is so my mission, like of creating more black Pilates instructors. And like as a master instructor, that's like after last year, all the pandemic and all of the racial things that have gone on throughout the last year, you know, it's like, you know, we need more black Pilates instructors. And I'm, I feel it's definitely my, I have that, the power to do it, the knowledge to do it. And Mm -hmm. why not like go in there? And Mm -hmm. yeah, it is, it can be very challenging being the only black Pilates instructor, like literally everywhere I've worked. I've always mm-hmm. been the only one and most of the, most of the clientele are all white as well, or not black anyway. And so that, you know, there's always different cultural barriers or different, like the stereotypes that have been like brainwashed into all of us. Yeah. <laughs> so that, you know, always having to overcome that for sure. You know, usually generally in Pilates, people are fairly positive and they come there to have a, a good time, but of course, people have their innate biases uh, that they come with. So <laughs> um, I, I just honestly, for me, like I don't really take it from people. You know, I'm mm-hmm. like, OK, I'm there's always your Karen, right, that comes in and feels like they know more than you. I'm like, well, you came right. here. I'm the instructor. I'm the one right. that's teaching. <laughs> Actually, so, I'm a master instructor, just in case you want to Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then, you know, for me, I think I, not even for me as a woman of color is where I get it. I get it because I look way younger than my age. Right, so right. A lot of the women... Uh, are my age or older. So like they, they see me and they think that, Oh, this 20 year old doesn't know anything. And I'm like, right. I'm not that young. And then I was like, Oh, well, I've been teaching for blah, 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 you know, more yeah. than a decade. And they're like, how old are you? No, <laughs> I actually get that too. I forget like, because I don't go around talking about my age and whatever, but I forget like that people, there's an ageism thing that can happen sometimes. So when I talk to people, they, I have this initial reaction where you're like, that's not what I was intending. Why are they not mm-hmm. getting? <laughs> right. right. And no, it's like, no, we're, we're the same age. Like when you tell them, it's like, no, we're the same age. And they're like, 
And then they start asking you all your beauty secrets. <laughs> right. Okay. So now I need to ask you yours because you've already hinted. Uh, we know you have a whole child. Um, but yeah, well, I guess, what would you say? I mean, I know I really do think that fitness is huge. I mean, they've already shown, research has shown that you can literally be 10 years younger than people the same age as you just from exercising on a regular basis. And I do believe the Pilates is, ve- is very superior. Mm-hmm. It's like very similar to like yoga. Like it's a very superior form of exercise because of that breath, mind, body connection thing. But are there other things that you do diet wise or beauty wise that you feel like contribute to um, like a snatch child forever and ever? Because you're, you're <laughs> you know, it definitely. I mean, it's been a lifelong <laughs> thing. I mean, I, fitness has been a part of my life my whole life. And I grew up in a household where like my mom w- went to the grocery store every day. So there's always like fresh food in the house. And that's just how we were like, you know, we always cooked food that wasn't like going out to eat fast food or anything like that. So there's always always healthy, like fruits, vegetables, all that. So I grew up eating that way. So it was pretty easy like, as an adult getting out into that life. That's just what I know. Right. Mm-hmm, um, and mm-hmm. so I still, I'm still the same way. I still eat as healthy as I can. Don't get me wrong. I can go off into the chips and the candy, just like anybody else. Right. Right. <laughs> but I, I do my best to eat as healthy as I can, at least get a lot of greens and um, colors and you know, lean meat stuff in my diet on that side. But I also like on the beauty side of it, you know, I am such a big fan of exfoliation. <laughs> it's like, Ooh, yeah, <laughs> yes. Exfoliation keeps the skin cells turning over and anything that's going to help with like collagen. So like, I'm like, mm. I need some vitamin C and like getting whatever the hyaluronic acid mm-hmm. <laughs> and collagen. I, I do that. And protein, I think that is really the biggest thing is like that a lot of adults don't get enough quality protein in their diet because like your body needs to keep turning things over. And if you don't get enough water, enough protein, enough vitamin C, everything's just going to turn into gravity. (laughs) And the water, I think hydration is huge. I notice if I'm not hydrated is when I start to see wrinkles or like see little fine lines or something coming up. So keeping as hydrated as possible. Um, is like, I'm like, I need water, like drinking water, like as much as possible, even if it's like a sip, like every couple hours or every hour or something, just to get, keep it flowing in um, to the body. No, those are good. Those are mm-hmm. good. I usually don't hear enough people saying vitamin C. I'm so big on mm-hmm. vitamin C. It's like vitamin C is necessary for the synthesis of collagen people. You yes. guys can do what you want. Bobby over here with all my super <laughs> vitamin C. Right. Give me some kale. Um, I need some. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I feel like not enough people like really get that into their head where it's like, Hey, you should be eating a lot of vitamin C rich mm-hmm. vegetables. I love baobab, which is really high in vitamin C or camu camu powder, acerola cherry powder. I like these superfoods that have a lot of vitamin C. So oh, definitely. Kind of cool. Yeah. Awesome. Right. So that, and even in my own like regimen, um, for like products, I've always had like I mean I started around when I was 18 really getting into like beauty products and like all the anti-aging and stuff like that and I've always had some kind of vitamin c some kind of glycolic acid or AHA or um, BHA um, in my routine whether depending on the level right maybe it's Mm -hmm. a small amount like percentage wise up to like doing like maybe a 30 percent peel or something just Mm -hmm. to 
clean it all up. Um, but it keeps stimulating that collagen layer with the glycolic acid going through and then having like a topical vitamin C after to help that collagen, like g- give it some food, right? <laughs> and mm-hmm. keep it going. <laughs> mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah. Where, where should someone start if they're into, if they want to do Pilates today, but they've never done it ever? Where should they start? Well, the easiest um, now is to do it online, to find somebody and find uh, somebody. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing is finding a teacher that resonates with you um, and Mm -hmm. then going from there, at least giving it a try. If you're just wanting to dip your toe in, there's a lot of outlets online. um, And you can also do live online now, right? We have people are doing a lot Mm -hmm. more Zooms and things so you can pop in. So that Mm -hmm. for sure is a great place. And then find a local studio and just give it a try. Take a lot of local studios do have demo classes where you can drop in if you're wanting to try equipment. So you can maybe take your first class free going in, depending on which studio you go to. And really, I most people these days typically find the reformer as their first intro into Pilates. And as you were saying earlier, it does like that you um, makes you feel stronger right when you get to the mat because you you are totally correct the mat is the hard part so when a lot of times when people start with the mat they are dissuaded and they are like oh I don't like bloodies this is too hard so they end up falling off so reformer is definitely an easier introduction into Pilates not saying it's like not challenging but it definitely has more feedback more support for the body um, with yeah. the reformer and then with the resistance, you can gain muscle and get stronger. So when you do go to the mat, it's so much easier for you to move through all of the exercises. Yeah. Love that advice. Cause honestly, I couldn't even move my legs up and down like this. And now I can do all kinds of things on the ground. And I was like, years ago, I would have been like, child, I need a whole stretcher and I need someone to hold my legs for me because I can't do this. You know, right? it gives you a lot, it gives you a lot of support, right? Gradually yeah. like gets your core, whips your core into shape and then you're yeah. ready to go. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Where can people find you online? Well, I am, my website is capilates.com and um, Instagram at California Pilates. It's a great place to find me or Facebook as California Pilates as well. Awesome. Thank you so much. This was an amazing conversation. Uh, Yes, definitely. It was definitely a joy. Thank you for having me. Attention, superfood lovers. You all may know by now that my favorite African superfood of all time is Moringa. Why? Moringa has 92 nutrients and 46 antioxidants, and every part of the amazing plant can be used. I personally use Moringa oil on my face twice a day, and then I also use Moringa powder to add to my smoothies, make Moringa bread, or sprinkle on meals for added nutrition from an amazing company called True Moringa. Founded in 2013, True Moringa is creating jobs and community with their amazing skincare and wellness products. The coolest part? Every time you make a purchase from True Moringa, they plant a tree in your name. Yes, child, to date they have planted over 2 million Moringa trees to combat deforestation and malnutrition in Ghana. To check out their awesome products, visit TrueMoringa.com and use the code RAWGIRL at checkout for 10% off and free shipping over $20.
Are you interested in living your best, healthiest life? I'm Asosa E, also known as The Raw Girl of therawgirl.com, and I'm a certified nutrition specialist and behavioral coach who specializes in helping you discover what exercise and diet is best for your body and get to the root cause and rebalance if you have a serious chronic condition. Clients who've worked with me have reversed diabetes, hypertension, balanced hormonally, gotten rid of acne for good, and lost hundreds of pounds. If you are interested in reaching your health goals with some support this year, visit therawgirl.com to sign up for a 20-minute call with yours truly. Until then, stay healthy and happy. All right, all right. It's time to take a question from Instagram or email. Remember, if you would like to have your question answered on the show, all you got to do is send me a DM, slide up in my DMs on Instagram at therawgirl or contact me via my website, therawgirl.com. Today's question is from Aaliyah via Instagram who says, what is the right amount of exercise needed per week? Hi, Aaliyah. Thanks so much for answering this question. Actually, my class, Staying Ages 30 Plus, which starts on September 19th, you missed it. You missed it till next time. Um, If you still have time, go ahead and sign up for a call. Um, My class, that's one of the things I do. I help people understand what exercise and diet is best for their body and also like how often they may need to. It really depends on your body type. People who are kaphas in Ayurveda tend to hold additional weight, are very carb sensitive, need to exercise quite a bit. Um, While other people may need to exercise regularly, but it's not as um, pertinent if they're trying to lose weight. It really depends on your goals. So if you're trying to strength train and really build muscle, um, you want to do enough exercise that you do break your muscles down, and that, but then also give yourself some rest days so that you can actually recover. So I would say, you know, a moderate amount of exercise is a really good amount for most people, at least three to five times a week, um, three times a week being on the low end. And, you know, in those three days a week, you want to do a combination of cardio, strength training, and basically also tailor your exercise based on what your actual preferences are. So like I love Pilates, I love swimming, I love movement or just walking. So I try to do things that I really enjoy so that I'm not dreading the exercise, which means I'm going to do it more often. So figure out what works for you. You need to figure out what your goals are and you might need to get some additional help figuring out your body type because those three things are going to tell you how much exercise you actually need. Hope this was helpful. Okay, everybody, that is all she wrote for today's show. If you don't know, now you know. Pilates brings benefits such as better posture, balance, reduced stress, among others. And if you missed my last episode on Pilates, go all the way back to season one, episode 14, and learn some more. The importance of building a strong core is invaluable. Again, as your core is the center of all of your movement. If you are interested in building strength and also supporting your body and doing other exercise, I highly recommend you give Pilates a try. You won't regret it. Joseph Pilates said, physical fitness can neither be achieved by wishful thinking nor outright purchase. This week, I challenge you to stop making excuses and wishing you had the body and the health you desire. It's time to put in the work, starting with today and then the next day. 
Well, that's all for today, sis. If you're looking for more health tips or have a question for the show, find me on Instagram at therawgirl. You can also find me and contact me through my website, therawgirl.com. For more on the show or to listen to past episodes, visit stayingagelessshow.com. To watch the interview on video from this and past podcast episodes, subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com backslash therawgirl.